Welcome to A Friend of Mine, a series of conversations with some incredible and inspiring women in business from regional and rural Australia. I'm Kimberly Finesse, your host and the founder and editor of Oak Magazine, and I cannot wait to introduce you to some amazing female entrepreneurs who will share with you their experience and knowledge of what it takes to start, grow and scale a successful business. So let me introduce you to a friend of mine. Welcome to a bonus episode. This is with Johanna Clark from Pinknade. Johanna is someone that you could talk to for hours and on so many different topics. And that's pretty much what happened. So after we finished the official interview for the podcast, I happened to keep recording. And what came out of that post-interview was such goodness that it was too good to waste. And you get to listen to these bonus little bits of goodness, such as the advantages of living rural, dance videos as a marketing tactic, knowing your audience and how Johanna uses that intel in her marketing, random acts of kindness and body confidence. I just know you're going to love this bonus content, so enjoy. People thinking that living rural and regional is a disadvantage. In a rural community, yeah. So, like, there's obviously disadvantages um, and it depends how far away you live from the city, but, like, there's a lot of networking events we miss out on. There's a lot of um, opportunities that if you were in the city it would be easier, but it's not impossible, especially now with things like Zoom and um, the way everything's moved online. But you can find... I don't know, there's always a way. So, like, we in, we attend trade shows and we do things in the city that is a push. Like, it's a lot of work, but we prioritise it. We make it happen. So you don't necessarily... I don't know, I think you can still be successful and be rural. And there are definitely benefits. Rent is much cheaper. Um, or, like, to purchase a building is a lot cheaper than if you were in Melbourne. So your overheads are a lot lower. Um you know your stuff, like you know their families, you know, like I literally this morning, or the last couple of days, I I go on and off coffee all the time, so I'm back on coffee, um, and I can ring the cafe around the corner and say, um, hey, it's Joe, just order him a coffee, no worries, be ready in five, walk around, pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you do some crazy videos yes. on Instagram and TikTok. Um, like, how do you feel walking out of the shop like you live in a small community I know that when we're like I've lived in Melbourne and I know when you're in Melbourne it just feels like you're one of thousands yes. do you know what I mean yeah. you, you just become invisible almost uh, so being in a smaller community how does that feel we have been doing dance videos for years before TikTok was a thing before like people were doing dancing and we were doing it it was an idea that I come up with actually to get out of a burnout I was just negative I was feeling like I was starting to get a little bit depressed and I just needed to do something fun to move my body and I love to dance so we started doing dance videos in the clothing we sold to show how they looked rather than just a photo um, of the you know clothes to see how it really fits when someone's moving and seeing it from all angles and things like that and when I first started doing it no one was really doing that and especially not in our country town like that was just so embarrassing no one would do it and we used to lock the door put a sign up like be back in five and I'd wait till someone walked past the door before I'd dance because it was embarrassing um but I pushed through the fear and I just did it anyway and I'd go to the supermarket and I'd get comments like how could you do that or like how ridiculous um but then I would turn around to some people and say well you're talking about my business 
like it's I guess marketing like it worked even if you are taking the piss out of me you still watched it you still seen the clothing you know like what I'm doing and now I really don't care and I never thought I would get to this so when people think I could never do that I could never do that either and I just made myself do it until it didn't feel weird anymore um like Joel will feel me doing stuff that I would never do that in front of him or even just talk to your phone like you know do an Instagram story where you're talking when there's other people around that can be really intimidating and daunting and I just have done it so much and pushed through that I don't care anymore. So, yes, definitely in a small town, if you do something crazy like that, everybody knows and potentially talks about it. But um, eventually now people think it's great. That's like awesome. Yeah. Well, you're putting them on the map as well. That's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. that crazy girl who dances on the internet. Yeah, but you're showing people. <laughs> who knows, the Today Show might show up tomorrow. And <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be lovely? Yeah. I um, Actually, we were at the pub for tea last night and there was a 17th birthday and there was a woman there and I – they were talking to us because when we go out in public, it looks crazy because there's so many children. They're like, oh, are they all yours? Yes, they're all Last ours. Last time I counted. Yeah, they're all yeah. ours. And, but they, like, they're not saying it. They think it's great. And I didn't think she knew who I was, but she must have. And another comment come up. Um, someone had given her a present and it was from my shop. And she'd said, oh, it's from Joe's shop. She's like, oh, I'll have to come in and do a dance in a dress one day. So she did know who I was and what I was about at 70 like yeah um so not to say that 70 year olds can't be on Facebook and things like that but um it wasn't it was in a like good on you way not in a oh god like what an idiot speaking of um say the 70 year olds like your audience do you know who your audience are yes who are they how would you describe them um so really specific they're 24 to 42 year old women um, varied in whether like what stage of life they're in whether they're mothers so we have a lot of mums but we also have a lot of professional women we have a lot of women who are into fashion and things like that so there's like lots of different and it is hard tar- finding a t- your target market especially if it's something with earrings because technically it's women with their ears pierced but that's very hard to market to you need to try and niche it down a little bit um, we found that ours are women who um, they either are about confidence or they want to feel more confident. They want to be a part of a community. They want fun. They want positivity. Um, We're all about building confidence and how confident you can become wearing a pair of like earrings and a banging lipstick and, you know, just take on the world. We, our sort of slogan is for women who are unafraid to set the world on fire. Um, So yeah, I don't know, but it is tricky. I'll admit that is one of my sort of downfalls is trying to work out who my, your audience are yeah. you can always have more than one that's the other thing yeah, yeah. yeah. you can and have do, a couple of buckets yeah yeah um how would you use that information then for yourself in your marketing um well that's just the message we put across but I then sometimes I think maybe I'm making these women <laughs> like this is my idea and now you, you you know you've just got to sort of be that woman and yeah. buy the earrings but you don't necessarily have to be but yeah we just talk in that way all the time and we're all about and like we actually are about empowerment and things like that we don't just say it not just a hashtag um each week we do a random act of kindness parcel um for one of our customers so we say it's for one of our girl gang members and we purchase products from other small businesses to pop in so we're supporting them as well we do a story about it so it gives them a bit of exposure on our social media and we just randomly pick someone from the website post that parcel they don't know what's coming they obviously know it's from us because it's got all of our stuff in it but 
um, that's just, I don't know. Something you do. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, it just in terms of that Instagram too, I notice when I look at it, there is a lot of body positivity, yep. which I think is fantastic, but there's diversity. Yes. Even more important. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Intentional? Intentional, but not at the same time. Like we don't go actively sorting out diverse women. We just, the women that we, you know, they're all sort of diverse, I guess, and we don't pick one over the other because, you know, we're feeling that diversity card, which people are, I don't know, <laughs> that yeah. sounds bad, but it's, you know, it's becoming it's a thing a now box. that it can't just be blonde, white women all of the time. Um, so people are trying to fill the box. We, I don't know, we, we're not trying to fill a box. We just... Comes naturally. It just comes naturally. Yeah. Yeah. The body positivity um, comes from Brittany a lot, who works for me. I, I'm not there yet on the body positivity I'm trying and that's what the affirmations and things like that because it helps me too. I'm not always happy with how I look or the skin that I'm in or the way things sit on me. Brittany is really good um, and I admire her for that and she brings a lot of that to Pink Nade where I sort of fall short. Yeah, yep. Uh, the biggest high that you've had on your Instagram account, what's been the biggest moment for you on it? Hitting 20K was pretty big. Um, that was felt like it was never going to happen and it just takes like we just looked at our insights before and we've gained 200 followers this week but lost 108 so it's like it's, a it's across the board it's happened yeah yeah it happens here. and like because the girls have got Something businesses too on. we can kind of compare yep. like oh I lost this many oh yeah I lost that many too so um it takes a long time to get to 20k but I had um, Clementine Ford wear a pair of my oh. earrings and a, oh. that like that was a high that yeah 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 um couple of the bachelor ladies have worn out earrings so that's pretty cool yeah it is yeah yep. um you need to make sure you've got a board that you put all these wins up on well I actually seen on a another business who I follow the somewhere co they have a bell in their office and they ring it when they're I'm like yes I'm getting a bell that is so awesome to actually celebrate the wins because we don't always do that we're not very like you know you might get a win and then instantly move the bar yeah. so like we might have an income goal hit it oh, let's add, it, add 5K on that because we hit that too easy or we hit it. So let's just not be happy we hit it. Let's push for more, which isn't a bad thing. But I think people need to get a bit better at celebrating that. No, 100%. Wins. Yeah. Um, no, that's pretty much it. Now, before you take off with all that inspiration and knowledge, we'd love for you to leave a review on our podcast so that we can continue to amplify women's voices in the media. And if you have any questions, we'd like to celebrate a win. You can always connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Oak Magazine AU. I'm so glad we've met and that now you know a friend of mine.